Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocks podcast. I'm back today with my friend, Cindy West, and we're talking today about nature studies. If you missed Monday's episode, go back and listen to that. We started talking about nature studies, what they are, why they're important, and how they are so great at just leading our kids to Jesus. Because of course, that's the whole point, right? We talk about that all the time. The whole point of doing what we do, the whole point of parenting and homeschooling is to lead our kids to their creator. And so by getting them out in creation and studying the things that God did, you know, you just read the beginning of Genesis. In the beginning, God created, and you go through those first six days of creation, and that's a nature study. And so we are, are so grateful to be able to talk about that this week with Cindy. But before we get back into our conversation, I want to say thank you so, so much to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, go to ctcmath.com. Try them out for free, ctcmath.com. Cindy, welcome back to the podcast. I am really enjoying talking about nature studies and it's it's just so funny, you know, I, I here's the thing. You were talking about how there's always reasons to not go outside. <laughs> and I'm I'm not a like sit down and watch TV kind of person all day long. I don't do that. I'm constantly busy all the time. But the reality is that I do not like to be uncomfortable when it comes to the weather. <laughs> I am such a baby. I don't like to be too hot. I don't like to be too cold. Like the weather right now where we are, it's mid-November and the weather is gorgeous. I mean, it's like in the 70s, you know, mid to high 70s, and it's just beautiful outside and it's my perfect weather. And so if I could live in this all the time, I would go outside more, but I'm... I'm a big baby because I don't want to be too hot. I don't want to be too cold. I don't want to be uncomfortable <laughs> in the temperature that I am in. And so um, I just need to get over that, right? Well, <laughs> I just in do. some ways you do. I don't like to be cold. And so there are not nearly as many moments in nature in the winter for me. Yeah. Um, you know, I think as moms... Sometimes it's a little less about being uncomfortable because we could force ourselves to do that. Sure. Um, there are a lot of things to do in a day. And mm -hmm. it seems as if we take some time out to do a nature walk rather than um, pushing the kiddos out in the backyard to play where we can watch them from a window and get things finished in the yeah. home. You know, that, that's, that seems like a better plan. But it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile not only for those kiddos that we're trying to train, but for us. And in the last episode, we talked about um, how I, as a young mom, started learning a whole lot more about the Lord being out there. So it was worthwhile for me as well, and still is. So yeah. I am, I'm not going to tell you how old I am. I've been homeschooling <laughs> for more than 20 years, so we'll just put it that way. And I'm still learning every single time I go outdoors. Yeah. Not only learning, but I'm refreshed. You know how the Lord tells us that He will renew us every day. I find my renewal. Yes, I love nature study. But even on those cold days when I don't really want to be out there, if I will force myself to go out even for 10 or 15 minutes, I find renewal out there. Hmm. I mean, partly it's the sun, it's the fresh air, it's moving our muscles yeah. um, and recognizing all of that amazing creation around us. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So just do it. That's what I'm trying yeah. to say. Okay. <laughs> Cindy's telling me I have to. People keep telling me I got to get out more and I really do. I, I have gotten so much better um, than I used to be. And um, so, you know, sometimes even in the mornings, I'll just go outside when I'm doing my quiet time and sit on my front porch instead of yeah. curling up in my warm blanket on my sofa. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just spend time with the Lord and spend time in the, the, the nice cool air that we have right now. And I, I love it. I love it. So, um, okay. So let's talk about nature studies with multiple ages, because obviously we're talking to homeschool families. Mm -hmm. Most homeschool families have, you know, a few kids. And so we could have a wide range of kids. I mean, my girls are 12 and almost 17. So there's a five-year gap. I've got a sixth grader and an 11th grader and they're, they're on two very different levels when it comes to their education. And then I know we've got families who have a two-year-old and an 18-year-old. So how, how can you do a nature study with kids who are all different ages? Does that work just as well? Oh, it absolutely does. In fact, nature study may very well be one of the easiest things to do with multiple ages. Mm. Um, The No Sweat Nature Study classes are for first through eighth graders. And most people who are skeptical will come to me and say, how how are you going to keep a seventh grader busy and a second grader at the same time? That makes Mm -hmm. no sense. And I say, just give it a go. Because nature study is about a topic. And so we can take a topic or a walk. We don't even have to have a topic in mind and everybody gets to work on their own level. So for instance, let's, uh, let's pretend like we have taken a walk today and um, we've run into a beautiful autumn tree that is losing its leaves. The, we're going to take along a two-year-old. Let's take along um, a 10-year-old and let's take along a 15-year-old. Well, everybody is going to take maybe today their nature journal and some colored pencils. And mm-hmm. so we're all, we all see this tree, or maybe we don't. Maybe everybody finds a different tree in the same area. Okay, that's fine too. That's multi-age learning as well. And so everybody says, well, you know what? First today, let's just sketch that tree really quickly. And so your two-year-old is going to absolutely love to have their own little um, nature journal and their own colored pencils it's not going to last long for them, but sure. they will probably for two minutes color something that doesn't resemble a tree, but that right. will be their tree. And then they get to just cause trouble the rest of the time, <laughs> which is okay. <laughs> but no kidding, because your 10-year-old, I think we were taking a 10-year-old and a 15, you can tell them, I'm going to keep walking for a little bit with the two-year-old. Why don't you guys finish your sketches and then... I want you to notice three things that you know about this tree and three things you don't know. And then when I come back from walking um, this little loop, you guys be finished, and then we're going to discuss that. And so you've got your 15-year-old who very likely is drawing an intricate tree with all of the different (laughs) tree bark modules and, and holes and maybe even imagining some kind of artistic thing that's in these empty tree limbs. And the 10-year-old, who is probably not doing quite the sketch, or reverse that because sometimes it's the 15-year-old that doesn't want to draw, right? Right, right. Um, But you've given them a task to do once that's finished. So the one who really wants to sketch a long time, they're thinking about these questions in their mind while they're sketching. The one who just wants to sketch it really fast, they're also thinking they have a chance maybe to even write some of those questions down. So then you get back. You say, okay, so what what are three things that you know? And you're having this discussion and inevitably, 
one of the kiddos says something that the other kiddo will say, I hadn't even thought about that. My tree does that too. Or yeah, now that you say that, I'm totally seeing it. Or my tree doesn't have that. I wonder why. And so you can say, ooh, add that to the things you don't know. Because we were coming up with three things we don't know. Well, now you've got a fourth. You don't know why yours doesn't have this and hers right. does. Um, and so then you can start saying, okay, well, what are your questions you don't know about? Does, does anybody here in the group know the answer to that question? Does anybody, can we look it up really quickly? If not, circle that one on your page or write it down somewhere. And let's research that during morning time tomorrow. Or that can be part of your, your science tomorrow. Research that question and then come back to supper tomorrow and tell us. Yeah. Um, so you've inspired everybody to kind of learn on their own level. You've inspired them to do what they can to the best of their ability to use their own um, insight into something, their own creativity. And so when I'm looking at the No Sweat Nature study, which is kind of multi-age learning, that's why I keep bringing that up, the kids will send me pictures of their nature journal pages that we complete during class together. Yeah, fine. Every single person has a completely different take on the exact same topic that we've mm. studied. They've, they've keyed in on different things. They have taken different notes. They've drawn different details. And that nature journal page is amazing to each and every single one of them because they took in information that was important to them, something yeah. they needed to learn. And it's incredible. I still think that it's incredible. And I've been doing this for years with multi-ages. It's incredible how well it works. Yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts. And we say, this is what you do step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents. This is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. No one affects your child's education more than you do. Even though others may provide the courses and the supplies you need, you have the most say regarding the quality of your student's learning experience. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward His creation. The people at BJU Press do everything they can to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at BJUPressHomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to speak with an experienced homeschool consultant. We are back with Cindy. Um, I know that your, your kids are a little bit older, and so your youngest is uh, 16, almost right. 16. Almost 16. You mm -hmm. said... Almost 16. Almost. <laughs> we can't say 15 because he wants that almost 16. He wants to be almost 16. <laughs> um, how, if you're 
you know, maybe some people have never done nature studies and they're just now starting this with their teens or maybe even their preteens. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you do a nature study, especially with high schoolers to, and, and count that as science? Cause we oh, always yeah. think, and I love that you talked about the world being their lab. Um, cause you know, we have, we have to check that box of them having their labs and all that stuff, but how do you fit that into the high school world? Oh, that's a great question. Um, I actually do an entire class on this that could be an hour long. So I'll try okay. to put it in a nutshell. Okay. <laughs> um, essentially, you can do it a couple of ways. So if you happen to be studying biologies this year, mm-hmm. watch. You will notice so many opportunities to get outside and notice animal science, plant science, um, disease science, fungi, um, invertebrates. Yeah. Well, that's animal science. Anything. There's all kinds of topics that you'll find in the biology book that you can say Friday afternoon, we're taking a nature walk and we're going to see if we can notice some of the things that you've been studying this week or over Mm -hmm. the last month. If you only want to do it once a month, that's okay. Um, and, and sometimes if a high schooler is really intense in their work, we'll just take a nature walk leave the journal behind, leave any, let's just go. Let's just see if we can find the specimens. Let's observe them up close. Let's feel them. Let's do whatever. Um, Sometimes though, I will say, leave behind the questions for this chapter because we're going to go out, we're going to do a nature journal page and you're going to draw with such detail and write me such amazing notes that you're going to prove to me that that specimen you understand it because of what you read in your science book Mm -hmm. and that's going to be a beautiful nature journal page that you do as well. Um, So it connects really well with biologies. Earth and space science can connect Mm -hmm. pretty well too, um, just from the book, just go off of what they're doing. But there are times, well, P.S., chemistry and physics are also very much found in nature. But that's a little bit harder to describe in a nutshell. So yeah, just <laughs> I don't know how you would do that. <laughs> let's glaze over it for a sec. Um, but let's pretend like you didn't really want to break away or uh, incorporate nature study into that book. Okay, well then just take a nature journey, a nature walk, completely unrelated. Um, once a week, once a month, a couple times a month, whatever. And then the first question people ask is, "Wait, that's going to put us behind." That's going to put us behind. Okay. Well, then you get to evaluate what's most important to you. Mm -hmm. You can add it on as extras. You can do science in the morning and your nature walk in the afternoon, once a week or once a month. Um, Or you can say, you know, nature study is valuable enough as a lab, as an important discovery um, modality, as an important observation modality. It's actually going to make my kids better scientists because we're going to really be doing research-based learning. So they're going to be finding things and knowing things that are in their own brain that someone else isn't doling out to them, that I'm going to see it as valuable enough that we might skip an entire chapter in the science book and opt for nature study over the course of the year instead. Yeah. And I want to remind everybody, I say this every time I talk about this, Go back to yourself in school. How Mm -hmm. many times did you go from page one to the end of the book in a school year with any teacher ever? Yeah, never, ever. You did not. And all of that stuff is built in for repeat and connection points here, there, and and everywhere because we don't always get through everything. So homeschoolers, 
you get to have a little freedom as to whether or not you do every single last page right. of a book, even in high school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's one of the benefits of homeschooling is that we yeah. are their teacher. And so we get to decide what works best for our family. You yeah. know, I love that we don't have to stick to someone else's idea of what is best for our children yes. and for our family. You know, we get yeah. to do what works best for um, for us and the way that we feel like God is leading us to yeah. really observe and learn about his creation. And yeah. so, yeah, I mean, te- some textbooks are great and some textbooks are necessary, but man, they can be so boring. And I would just so much rather be outside experiencing it firsthand. And it just becomes so much more real um, yes. to us when we see something and touch it up close. Um, let me ask one last question because we're almost out of time. We have a few oh. minutes left. Talk about the child who does not, like they don't want anything to do with nature walks or nature journaling, or, you know, they just want to be in the house reading a book and they're just not the outdoorsy type. How do you deal with kids like that? Okay. Well, um, creativity is kind of the name of the game. And sometimes we tell kids that they're going to do what we ask them to do, period. Um, And you get plenty of time to read. You get plenty of time to maybe be on a video game. You get plenty of time to do these things, but you're also going to do nature study. So sometimes we take them out screaming, (laughs) Um, first and foremost, but we also can be super duper creative. So for instance, um, well, that's, it's actually the entire reason I wrote the book called a hundred plus creative nature walks is to take people and say, I don't love nature journaling every single time we walk out. I don't know what to ask my kids to do. They kind of hate being out here. So it's just full of these these types of creative ideas. So for instance, um, do not take your nature journal out today. I want everybody to go find either a ruler or a tape measure or or something because we're just going to go measure things today. And you almost could make that a scavenger hunt of sorts. Today, I want you to go find 10 things that are taller than you, and you have to measure how tall they are in inches or oh, wow. in feet or in centimeters or whatever. Um, you have to not only measure how tall they are, but you have to discover the difference between you and the object. Mm, go. And it's like this fun little scavenger hunt challenge, very active. Mm-hmm. Um So we can measure a bazillion different things. Don't take a measuring tape out every single time you walk, because then that too will become boring. Sure. (laughs) Um, Here's another one. It's called a tweezer trek. So you give everybody a pair of tweezers, you give everybody a baggie, and you say, okay, we're on a tweezer trek today. You have to put 10 different items, nature items that are not killing things. So do not put, um, don't kill a grasshopper to pick up a grasshopper with these tweezers. <laughs> don't pick anybody's flowers out of their yard. But if you were to find a flower petal in the yard, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so anything that you can pick up with tweezers, pick that up, put it in your bag. And then we're going to um, all do like a show and tell of what we found in our bag. Oh, and fine. then if we can identify them, awesome. If we can't, let's figure out what they are. Or let's at least describe them with some adjectives. And there's another walk for you, an adjective walk. So we can definitely leave nature journals behind. Um, I honestly, over the years, probably only used nature journals half the time. And then the other half were things like these creative nature walks. Oh, how fun. Yeah. So then you're getting math, you're getting grammar, you're getting science. You're You're getting all kinds of stuff in there. That's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, so fun. And what is, your book is called, what, one, 
100 plus plus creative nature walks. Okay. I didn't know you had that book. Yes. It's a PDF. We'll put links in the show notes. It's downloadable at ourjourneywestward.com. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. We will link that in the show notes as well. So fun. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing with us about nature studies. Um, You guys, Cindy is a wealth of information when it comes to nature studies and Charlotte Mason, her eclectic Charlotte Mason lifestyle um, that she has. And you can find out all these things at ourjourneywestward.com. We'll put links in the show notes. Um, And then of course, listen to her new podcast. Tell me the name of the podcast again. No Sweat Nature Study, the podcast. Okay, great. And then she's got, of course, her course that you can take to uh, dive even deeper into nature studies. So, um, and and I challenge you guys, I'm challenging myself to do more of this in the wintertime and I need to just back up and do it. And I, like I said, I, I have definitely gotten better at it. Last year, I actually got some warm boots because I needed them because we live in Oklahoma. And so now I've got boots that I can walk around See? in and keep my toes warm. That's right. <laughs> so I'm getting there slowly but surely, but I, I do love being outdoors. So um, so we'll put links to all things um, Nature Study in the show notes. Um, and then we're going to come back tomorrow. We are actually going to talk about how to take the stress out of December because... You guys, Thanksgiving is here. Christmas is here. We are entering this crazy season of the holidays. And I know it can be so stressful for us as homeschool moms and just feel like, oh, it's just one more thing. And I think sometimes take the joy out of Mm -hmm. homeschooling or take the joy out of Christmas or both. And so we're going to talk about how to keep joy in in the month of December. Um, and you know, that, that window of time between Thanksgiving and the new year. And so that we can start the new year strong and excited and rested and enjoying our family. So, um, come back with us tomorrow. We're going to talk about that. If you guys would consider supporting the Schoolhouse Rock to ministry, go to schoolhouserocked.com slash support. You have heard us talking about a new movie. You guys, we are so excited. God is just He's moving again. And when God does that, we just keep following. And so he is moving again. We are really, really excited to be in the pre-production phase of this new film. Garrett's going to come on the podcast really soon, probably within the next couple of weeks. And he is going to talk with us about this new movie so that you guys will have like the first inside look. You'll you'll be kind of our... our um, you know, first audience into what this new movie is going to be about. And so would you pray with us about that? Just pray with our family as we move forward with that. And just pray that God would provide all that we need to get this new movie done. And uh, stay tuned for that episode with Garrett. But also, if you would consider supporting the Schoolhouse Rocked Ministry, this is going to be another movie that goes in line with the Schoolhouse Rocked Ministry and education. And so we are really excited to be able to share all of this with you. So you can go to schoolhouserocked.com slash support. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye. Over the past six years, you, the Christian homeschool community, have provided generous support to the Schoolhouse Rocked ministry, and it's had an enormous impact for the kingdom of God. Recently, we've spent some time taking inventory of what's been accomplished in this time because of your generous support. As you know, Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution was released in November and is now available on DVD and streaming. And we've been blessed to hear the testimonies of how God is using it to impact families around the world. This show, The Schoolhouse Rocked Podcast, is in its fifth season with well over a million downloads and video views so far. 
We also launched the Homeschool Insights Podcast this year. This daily podcast provides biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes for moms on the move. We also offer the free Homeschool Survival Kit, a 70-page resource to assist and encourage homeschooling families. And we continue to offer access to the Homegrown Generation Family Expo. Now, we are in the early stages of work on a new movie, and we need your help. While we can't give many details yet, we expect this new film to have a huge impact in our culture. But projects like this simply can't be done without massive support from the community. So we're asking you to join in this important work. Visit schoolhouserocked.com support and make a one-time or monthly donation that will change lives and hearts for eternity. That's schoolhouserocked.com support.